live show. Oh my god, yes, here we go. We're here. We're back. Um, I don't even remember what we did last time, to be honest. Um, uh, we did the music one last time, right? That's a lie. We did Sandman. It was me and you, Hawk, and it was an that's awesome right. episode. Yeah, that was one of was. our deeper ones where we talked about our fears and uh, emotions, and we cried into like um, those big, you know, booby pillows that you get at anime conventions. Man, you guys missed out on the live. Uh, it was a lot cheaper than the than the real thing. Usual therapist. Yeah, we're not we're not shaming sex workers. It is work, um, but. We are geeks with kids. I'm I'm Eric. <laughs> I don't know because we were talking about how it's not it's more expensive. I just wanted to make sure people knew. I'm at, I'm at therapy. Sh- oh, I thought you were talking about sex. <laughs> anyway, this episode's going right off the rails. No, it's in the right. It's in the proper um the proper yeah. spot. Um, I'm Eric. Uh, joining me this week are the Michaels. Hi, Michaels. Hey. Hey. Long time no Did see, I- guys. Did I put the? Oh yeah, uh, Brent. I don't know where Davis. Uh, he may have fallen asleep. We'll see. <laughs> if he jumps on, he jumps on. Uh, we're gonna. If pop... not, sleep the sleep of the just. David. I mean, it's fair. He's back in school and like, Shouse. I know you're gonna probably be exhausted this week. Um, oh, as, yeah. as all people who are in schools will be. My daughter tonight was just like, she was. She did not want to go to bed. She's like, I don't want to go to school. <laughs> I was like, uh, you know I understand. Um, yeah. Um, she, she's she in a in a single grade this year. Finally, she's been in split grade since JK. So you know, wait, was she in split grade in grade one? Yes, she was. So you know, and so a bunch of her just, friends have moved yeah. away and stuff. So <sighs> she's like, I, I was like, uh, you'll be fine. You're gonna get to school and you're gonna forget about me. She's like, I want to hang out with you. My mighty uh, heart is breaking. I know. I'm like, don't. Uh, <laughs> my stomach hurts, and I and I don't know what to say. Um, teach her how to get pink eye. Oh no, I'm not gonna do that. That's is that the pillow thing? Because the the yeah. farting in a pillow thing. I don't yeah. want that. I don't want to personally. I don't want to deal with that, Brent. No, it's just that's that's too much. It's too much. Anyway, we're here. We're gonna talk about the the show that has garnered. Prime videos like fucking attention because it just like did gangbusters, right? It was like 25 million views in one day. Their biggest viewing audience for any uh, Amazon program. Although, ever. The, you know what should have gotten that much numbers? Paper Girls. Go watch Paper Girls, yeah. people. No, um, Paper so Girls is good. We're talking about uh, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. I'm not going to call it that full name because I think that's stupid. I'm just going to call it the. The Rings of Power. And uh, we're going to talk about that after we do our regular thing, which is we talk about what we're liking right now. What's good? So let's yeah. start with uh, Shouse because we haven't talked to him in a while. Shouse was good. Yeah. Brown was coat. Good. It's, is, it the, is, oh. it, is it that yeah. the war has ended? Have, have, <laughs> have you won the brown coats? Have I, the brown coats I, finally won? I aim to misbehave. That's what that is. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I haven't. Uh, first of all, it's good to see you guys. I haven't been on for a little bit, but uh, I'm looking forward to talking some Lord of the Rings today. Uh, and, Brent uh, has suggested Lotrop as the abbreviation for <laughs> Lord of the Rings: The Rings of Power. Lotrop. I like it. And I think that that needs to be somebody's license plate. Oh wait, Lotrop. it should be Loderop. Loderop. <laughs> oh, I hate it. Yeah, anyway, sorry, uh, sorry, Seth. No problem. No, I was saying it's it's too bad that 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 Brent's not on here because like if I was gonna go through sort of what my 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 current uh, yums are um, I've, I've he, he's gotten me into a couple of games I've been playing um, 
Uh, I've been playing uh, Power Wash uh, Simulator. And, I'm surprised you uh, haven't played that before. I had that game for like a year. <laughs> it's no, it's I, phenomenal. I, I was I, I got into uh, crap. What was that one? Um, uh, house Flipper. I picked up House Flipper and I was playing it on my Steam Deck where you. You got to fix up a house and you got to try to sell it for a higher price and stuff. Power and then I was like, okay. way more soothing because. Oh, yeah. Did you do the, the Mars rover yet? Not yet. Oh, Not yet. I'm man. working on the playground right now. Like a, oh. like a kid's playground. But it's it's fun. I've been playing that. I've been playing um, uh, Cult of the Lamb. I just Which picked that up on Nintendo Switch. Yeah, cool. that, that game is. I'm having a, a blast with that one. Um, but the thing that I wanted to show you guys today is I picked up this, this little guy right here. Oh, you got the backbone uh, one. Hey. So this is the backbone um, for the uh, PlayStation. Um, uh, it's the PlayStation branded um, backbone, um, which is pretty cool. Um, and and basically, it lets you do like remote play. This is when his connection dies to the podcast because he's like, yep. "I can't. I just well, I just hardwired today." <laughs> yeah. No, I'm still I'm still good, right? I'm still in. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 So. Yeah, yeah. As 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 soon as I, I I connect and start doing that, no, but it's it's pretty cool. Like it 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 gives like to 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 pop your phone in there and it gives you like a nice grip. Um, I was playing a little bit of um, uh, uh Call of Tsushima, Ch- Ch- and Ghost uh, of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, I was ha- having some fun with that one, and uh, and I was playing some uh, Miles Morales How's on the, uh, on there. The remote play. How's it work? Fine. It it was going fine. Yeah, I, it all depends. <laughs> you know what the vita worked pretty well what i didn't like about the vita is that the vita didn't have uh l l2 on it right yeah you had to use the back pad yeah and so this has got uh, l1 and l2 on it which is really nice what it doesn't have is the the ps5's um uh, pressure sensitive button in the middle there Mm. so you have you have to tap on your phone and in the middle of your phone to to get that to to trigger and it doesn't always work for the for the the pad yeah, that thing? yeah. Oh, and man, it, it, it like... doesn't always work. And and I find that a little bit annoying. Does it um, vibrate? Uh no. Oh. No, there's no there's no uh there's no haptics or anything in this thing. Boo. It, it just basically they got the, the license for the, the name. It's got the, the PlayStation logo on the back here, and uh and they, they have the, the the white look that looks a little bit like the um the dual sense uh controller, but it's pretty fun. Pretty fun. So I wanted to uh, um, I wanted to, to share that. Nice. I'm sort of having fun with this one. And yeah, so that's, that's awesome. sort of what I've been up to. Brent was saying that he's looking forward to playing House Flipper because he does that in real life. So, ah, you know, yes. um, <laughs> the the our Sony reps uh, sent us the info about the the Backbone one. Uh, I guess when it was announced a month ago, I think so. Um, and yeah, everything that they sent looked really cool and then it looks really nice i i haven't done any of the remote play for ps5 because i don't i don't find a need for it right now um if if i'm gonna you know play in the bathroom i'm just gonna wait <laughs> your, bathroom my, oh. it, your bathroom is 10 feet away from your console you, so. it is that's what wireless right, controllers about are about 10 feet away <laughs> no wait no, that's like 15, 20 feet. Oh. That's that's kidding. too far. That's too far. Like, there's my couch. My bathroom is just right there. Man. Nope. You, you got to get your TV on one of those carts, you know, that they used to bring in your classroom. Or. You Bill Nye episodes. You, bring, you know you, what you I should TV, do? You wheel it over to the bathroom. I'll just put a TV in the bathroom and do an yes. HDMI switcher, and I can just switch straight there. That makes sense. Yeah. Just yeah. have a controller just sitting next to the toilet paper. I like it. I like it. There we go. Right, right in the <laughs> toilet, like an old toilet paper roll. It's just 
in there you know like the half <laughs> side i like it I, th I think that's a good idea what about you hawk what are you liking you liking yeah. destiny is that what you like it <laughs> Oh, Brent's going to no. take over your bathroom wall for you. I've, I've been playing Destiny, yes. I, I downloaded the free Wish Queen. Uh, and Well, not expansion, not the whole thing on that. Apparently they had the expansion for a while, but um, yeah. like a week or two, they did like a big bungee um, celebration. Mm -hmm. Anyways, that's pretty cool. And the glaive is neat. The glaive uh, is neat. See? Yeah. Um, there, there are some... Um, I don't know if you're, you have access. Do you have access to building uh, weapons? Uh, yeah, apparently I have access to all that stuff in the okay. relic. And the, that that yeah, part is actually really neat. That is actually pretty cool. Uh, but no, that's not my yum this week. So my yum this week is uh, a series called The Old Man. Uh, it's from SFX. It's uh, streaming currently in Canada through Disney+. Plus. Uh, mm -hmm. Seven episodes. Uh, Jeff Bridges. Probably the first uh, thing he did since he, you know, he um, successfully uh, beat his uh, cancer. Uh, and he is fantastic in this series. It is so good. It's based on this novel by Thomas Perry. Um, he plays an old man uh, known as Dan Chase. Uh, he lives alone after the death of his wife uh, with his two big Rottweilers. <laughs> These very well-trained Rottweilers. Anyways, uh, a man breaks into his house one night carrying no identification and a silenced pistol. Uh, his dogs quickly take him down and that and Dan ends up killing him uh, and then grabs a go bag and goes on the run after giving his police report because apparently he used to be, C you know, he's a former CIA operative and that and the man was there to collect him uh, because of something that happened back in the 80s when Dan was working in Afghanistan. Is this based on a real story? I don't know. I, I doubt it's based on a real story and that. It's definitely based on some, you know, some stuff like, you know, back in the 80s and that, back when Afghanistan was uh, occupied by the Russians and the U.S. was sending intelligence officers over there to try, to aid the Mujahideen to drive them out. Uh, and the character he plays was uh, apparently earned himself a nickname among the Russian uh, troops and that. Uh, I can't can't remember the Arabic word for it, but it roughly translates to the monster. Oh, yeah, that's and interesting. You can, and you can see why. There's a, the first two, the first episode. Uh, it starts out so slow, and you're just like, oh, it's a you know the story about you know like you know aging and you know the death of a spouse and blah blah blah. Second half is like action based and um, really well done. Direction was great. John Watts from a Spider Man series uh, did the first two episodes. Oh. And he's also an executive producer on the show. Nice. Uh, who else? Is John Lithgow. John Jeff Lithgow. Yeah. Aliyah Shawkat. No, Joel Gray's in this. Oh shit! That's Broadway royalty there. Um, yeah, I got really excited for a person that no one <laughs> will know in a, in our our chat. So um, that's pretty funny. Um, oh, um, there was also another actor. He was great. I, I have trouble pronouncing his name though. Hold on, one sec. Who does he play? Uh, he went there. Back, back, back. Hold on. Does he play Julian Carson? Gabenga Akinab. Yeah, it's him. Yeah. Yeah. Julian Carson and that. Uh, Gabenga Akinagaba. Akinagaba. I, I really hope. I really hope it's right. Akinagaba. Yeah, anyways. Akinagaba. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> 
He's an he's he's an alumni from The Wire in that he played Chris Partlow in that one of the scariest like you know like characters of the series. Oh, I recognize him. He was yeah. in something else that I've seen. I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna look up his uh his uh IMDb because there's a lot. He was in 24, Live Another Day. <laughs> that um that was the bad one. What was it called? That was the is that a no, that was the British one when Jack Bauer oh, does 24 hours in Britain. You know, it's different no, because it's in uh, Britain. Yeah, and it had um, the Stark mom in it. What's her name? Oh, uh, Catelyn? Yeah, K- Catelyn. Michelle, uh, Michelle Farley. Farley, yeah. Farley. Um, Farley. Yeah, she was the bad guy in it. So, hmm. you know, they had that. And it was, it was in 2014, so Game of Thrones had been in its, what, third or fourth season by that point? Yeah. Third, like, when did Game of Thrones start? Game 2011. Thrones. Yeah, you're right. Shit. How do you remember yeah. these things? Your I, mind is like an encyclopedia of <laughs> random stuff that I wish I still had. I, the internet has beat that shit out of my brain. Like all, I, like, like the fan, like fandom. Certain fandoms have just been like, you know what? Goodbye, Star Wars knowledge. You've left my brain. What else? Yep. Lord of the Rings. You're out there too. Um, yeah. Well, now it is. So yeah, here we go. Anyways, uh, uh, yeah, if you're looking for a good series and that, it's a political thriller. It's you know all sorts of things and that. Uh, but Jeff Bridges is amazing in it. Hmm. Um. Uh, as you can hear, I'm typing. Yes. <laughs> I feel bad. I didn't confirm to Dave that we were doing a show tonight, and I really should have. The last couple of days have just been fucking, you know. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Um, as I'm feeling sick, there, our conversation tonight is going to be fun because we're just going to, we're going to chat. It's just going to be a fun, geeky conversation. If we had beer, you guys should have beer. Um, I have tea because I feel gross. Um, that's what we're going to do. Water. Now, water, water. You know, you guys are more responsible. Like I also have water here, but, um, I'm not going to, I'm going to cover that logo because we're not sponsored by them. <laughs> we could have been sponsored yes. by something else, but I forgot to activate that. Anyway, that's not important because my yum is, um, Sorry, excuse me. Um, a concert that happened on Saturday night that was broadcast on was it Saturday night or Friday night. I think it was Saturday night. Um, I that was broadcast everywhere good. because it was the Taylor Hawkins uh, tribute oh, was a concert. So um, it was six hours of amazingness, and yeah. it was um, uh, Taylor Hawkins was the drummer for Foo Fighters, and he tragically passed away a number of months earlier this year. We talked about it on the show, I, I believe. At least we mentioned. I think it. it was mentioned at some point, yeah. And um, they did this beautiful tribute show to him. It's one of two. They're doing another one later in September in LA. This one was in Wembley Stadium, you know. So the same stadium that they did the Queen tribute uh, for um, Freddie Mercury, yeah, a number of years ago, the early '90s. Is it still Wembley Stadium or is it called the O2 or whatever? O2 is remember. a different arena. Uh, uh-huh, it's okay. bigger. Um, and uh, the 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 talent that they had on stage was incredible. They had amazing. They had um, parts of Stones of the um, um, Queens of the Stone Queens Age. Of Stone Age. Uh, like Josh Homme was there. Um, they had the singer from the Darkness who did the fucking greatest. Um, you know, uh, like he, he was amazing. He had a giant, like uh silver jumpsuit on like Freddie Mercury, which, you know, Taylor used to also wear. So that that's fun. Taylor's favorite band was um Queen. His first show he saw when he was 10 was Queen live. So, you know, 
he was a big fan and he used to perform um somebody to love live uh on uh on tour um when i saw him when i saw foo fighters they ended up doing a nirvana song which was really weird because he had his long hair and he was playing guitar and and he sort of looked like kurt cobain when i was watching it and i was also very stoned because um they were right before um chili peppers no wait that was a different concert anyway um wait was it that concert no that was stone temple pilots never mind forget me many concerts many stoned uh experiences um (laughs) anyway it was a beautiful tribute they ended up um also bringing out uh, a bunch of the kids so dave Grohl's kid came out and sang a bunch of jeff buckley songs and she's phenomenal she's 16 um and then uh taylor hawkins son um, 16 years old also he's uh, also 16 it was and, incredible. And he ended up drumming the final song. Of, well, the, not the final song, the second last song of the evening, which was my hero. And he was mm-hmm. just pitch perfect. Yeah. They, they also had a bunch of um, announcers like talking in between the sets. You know, they had the, the change to the, 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 the setups, obviously, because they had a billion drummers there. They had like Travis from Blink-182 and, and um, obviously the Queens of Stone Age had, <laughs> had Dave <laughs> and you know, that little, that little girl that got internet famous for doing a drum challenge with Dave Grohl. Yeah. Um, her name is Nandy. She ended up drumming as well that night. She oh, did. She amazing. did learn to fly and her, she had a jacket that had Taylor's picture on the back. It was amazing. Um, did, Dave, uh, did Alaska Morissette show up? No, I assume, I assume she's going to be in the LA one, right? She should be. In it that. Makes yeah, sense. Taylor Taylor Hawkins was it was her drummer in that for the you know her first tour first, first two tours yeah. I think right yeah she was in the the video for you ought to know and I remember seeing him for the first time I was like that guy has awesome hair was he in the video? <laughs> yeah I didn't know that. yeah he was uh, part of the band in there um and he was on, he didn't plan this concert out like on a, on a DVD it's, or something it's gonna... supposed to be on POV in a couple of days wait POV no, that's not right. Uh, VOD, <laughs> POV is yeah. point of view. Uh, VOD in a couple of days. It was um, you could you could have rented it the day of on on Saturday. Um, it was six and a half hours long, so it was a bit it was a bit long. Um, yeah, it was it was being streamed on the MTV YouTube channel. Yeah, it was also on uh, Paramount Plus, and I want to say it's, it was on something something else. I think you can still watch it on Paramount Plus. I don't know because I don't have Paramount Plus because. I have nothing to watch on there other than Star Idiot. Trek. <laughs> anyway, but you can watch that on Space in Canada, so you know whatever. Yeah. Anyway, if you get a chance to watch it, it's a beautiful tribute to him. Uh Dave Grohl, you know, the the band all choke up. They have amazing stories. Dave Chappelle um has a a lovely story about when he met Taylor Hawkins when they when he hosted SNL in two, 2020. Yeah. And how um he saw him as a dad for the first time and how amazing that was. So, um yeah, check it out. It was sad. It was it was it was beautiful though. Um I imagine this is how it felt. I was too young when Freddie Mercury died and I like I ended up loving the music a little bit after he had passed away. But I assume the fans of Queen at that time felt the same way when you know, when they saw that concert, which was also on uh pay-per-view, I think. It was it's actually live streamed and the the whole Freddie Mercury tribute. It mm-hmm. was live streamed across. You know, I watched it on Much Music. Uh, you know, back in the day. Oh, when Much when Much Music used to uh, play mm-hmm. music. Oh yeah. How strange. Yeah, man. Right. What a novel concept. <laughs> um. Yeah. So normally we do the news. Is there anything? Um. Oh. Also the concert. I didn't realize that Eddie Van Halen had an amazing guitarist son. 
named Wolfgang yeah. Van Halen. He's amazing. Yep. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, of course, his dad was Eddie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, talent doesn't always uh, go down. Um, yeah. Any other? Any doing new? homework? Put down that homework and pick up your guitar, please. <laughs> yeah. Any news that you guys want to talk about? I know um, Top Gun Maverick is now the fifth highest grossing movie of all time. That happened over the oh, weekend, so that's fucking wow. crazy. That movie's yeah, amazing, so... I know. watched it. Sto- it it's was visually it was very amazing. Story-wise, it was, you know... It, it was Star Wars, some- the ending. And a little bit of behind <laughs> enemy lines, too. Yes. It was Star Wars, <laughs> and then they, they finished it, and they were like, you know what? Let's add it behind enemy lines. Wow. Yeah. Um, um, Last of Us had their first little preview. It was like 30 seconds. We, we all... Wait, I, I sent it to you. Is that, like... Yeah, a long time ago, the the movie, the TV show, it looks right, good. Right. Um, okay. um, what else? Oh, um, John Williams played one of the themes from the upcoming Indiana Jones movie, like Indy Indy Five at the it's Hollywood Bowl. Maybe his last his his last movie, right? His final uh, time scoring a film or television series. He um he's still gonna do, you know, uh, symphonies and stuff. Um, nothing. Like it's too time consuming and it's a little strenuous. more stressful, strenuous, especially for um for someone who's ninety to do a film. Um wow. although he did say he would love to score a James Bond film. So that's just what the the, the next person ah, you know what? I don't know. John Williams doing a James Bond. He it's not his style. No, it's, it's it not isn't. his style. But then again, like, you know. Who knows? It's James John Williams. He can do any anything. Um what else? There's um, I don't oh, know. If... Um, there... Yeah, sorry. Go. Uh, there was a new. There's a Rick and Morty ad for uh, God of War Ragnarok that is premiered. I think today. Oh, I did not know about that. I'm gonna have to check that out later. It might be in my email that I haven't checked because I've been feeling sick all day. Um, <laughs> could you imagine? Um, there's a uh, Star Trek news. Apparently, there was a uh, um. I should uh, keep up on this. You know. uh, at the at. Mission Las, not Mission Las Vegas, but Star Trek Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate Mulgrew had a panel and they talked about her coming back. And she said that there's talks. There have been talks about, um, you know, doing a live action reprisal of that role <laughs> Admiral, in some form. Admiral Janeway. Admiral Janeway. You know, that so would that, be amazing. When, when they finished uh, the third season of Picard, this year's going to have Janeway will be the next show. There's I, a lot of people that will tune in for that. I would now. watch that. Yeah, I'd I watch like it. it. I want to know what yeah. happened to her. All I saw was, was it first contact where she showed up and was like, the Borg have, I'm over here and we don't want you to come over. I'm pretty sure that was first contact, right? Where she showed up right before they, they went and attacked the Borg at, on, uh, outside of earth. Don't remember if that was her. I'm pretty sure that was her. Ah, God damn it. Anyway, <laughs> that's not important. Um, the last piece of news that I, I want to say is that, um, at Dragon Count over the past weekend, Eddie McClintock, um, who was, yes. who was, yes, <laughs> oh my God, calm down. Um, who, <laughs> who was the lead in Warehouse 13? I don't know if you watch this show, Hawk. And if you haven't, you really should. It was a fantastic show about this. Oh, I loved Warehouse 13. About this warehouse um, where these agents would deal with mythical objects and they would have right. to house it in the warehouse. Like, think of the last scene seen. of the last scene of Raiders of the Lost Ark. But and then like, put a whole show around that. Yeah. Like, I remember people that inside that warehouse. I, I followed it regularly, but I do remember the show. And it was also like 
the the creator of that had created two other shows, Alphas and Eureka. Um, Eureka something. I can't remember what the second half of that. Um, and they were all interconnected in this world and they would occasionally like, you know, cross and it was fucking awesome. Anyway, oh, Alpha Alphas was the best show about mutants. That wasn't it, you know. Yes. But, and then yeah. it didn't take off because they had it at a weird time and it's sci-fi. And they're like, fuck it, you know what? We're gonna cancel it. And I'm like, fuck you, sci-fi. Yeah, I know. Fuck you. Um <sighs> anyway, Eddie McClintock uh talked about um that him and Alison Scagliotti, who played uh Claudia on the show, have been in serious talks about rebooting that franchise. So um apparently it's gonna it's moving forward, which would be amazing. I hope it's not a full reboot and it's a continuation of this world. They sort of closed off the um, the story, like they went into the future and like, oh, these these, and they have these newer agents in the future saying, oh, these people were all legendary. And Al, um, Claudia, who who's played by Allison, was like the caretaker at that point. But it would be cool to see her take that role, like like, ah, uh, yeah. it's it, it'd be neat. Like I want to see more of that world. I was really sad when that show ended it was it was fun yeah. sci-fi that you know we don't we get very serious sci-fi yeah um but oh. this was like serious like this was funny it had um one of the ashmore brothers in it i don't um i think Sean? it was aaron ashmore aaron. it had saul, saul rubinick saul rubinick was yeah. amazing on it was the best uh joanne <laughs> kelly also canadian um was the other lead jamie murray in that uh, she was she played lila in season two of dexter Oh yeah, yeah. There, there was a lot of people. She was was she not in like one of the si- anyway? Um, CCH Pounder, uh, Ferran Tahir, oh, who was who was from uh, Star Trek. She was the he was the captain of the um, the Kelvin. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yes, yes. Brent Spiner. There, there was like there was like ha- there was a bunch of like Star Trek alumni and sci-fi royalty that would show up on this show randomly. Yeah, it was such a good show. Oh man, maybe I should rewatch that. Five seasons. Yeah. Yeah, was, I kind of, I kind of want to rewatch it now too. It was created by Jane Espenson, who was a Buffy writer, um, and a Battlestar writer too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's. Amazing. I remember seeing a. I saw a panel for Warehouse Thirteen at Fan Expo. Um, yeah. Years ago, and yeah, it was too. awesome. It, and the whole cast out there, it was great. Uh, I remember meeting Allison, and I believe I've met Eddie, and Saul. I never met. Um, uh, what's her name? Joanne Kelly. Unfortunately, Halson yeah. liked my shirt. I had a nerdy music uh, sci-fi shirt on, and I was like, "I don't know what to say." You, you talked back to me, um, you know, as one does around famous people, right? That's that's how you, that's how you <laughs> act. Anyway, yeah. for cool, we're gonna talk about uh, Lord of the Rings: The Rings of Power, which was, uh, which just premiered on Amazon Prime Videos. Is it just Prime Videos or Amazon Prime Videos? It's just Amazon Prime. I always call the prime videos. Anyway, this series um, is not connected to the Lord of the Rings created by Peter Jackson. Although a lot of the visual, we'll talk about the visual designs and sound effects and everything um, in the show, but or inspired. it was inspired. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it also takes place about a thousand years, maybe a couple thousand years before the events of Lord of the Ring and the Hobbit. Um, and it follows the the events of the second age which is where you know uh uh, uh sauron 
creates the rings and then he creates the ring of power and then Isidore ends up cutting off his this uh, basically the the intro to Fellowship of the Ring yeah is the end of this age which is what this show is about it's supposed to be a five season um series the most expensive series ever created mm-hmm. Hawk you sent me a story about how much it was i can't remember how i you, i just you made said, a guess at it in that but i know it's one of the most expensive series that it, they, it they, is they, the they most expensive ever. i think yeah. i think they said something like 63 million no no that's not it it's higher than that they spent billions on the show oh yeah billions. and i mean and amazon has the money they have the money to, to pay for something like that did you hear what but, jeff bezos said about the show so he, no. when they're when they're um when they were thinking about taking up the rights um his son went up to him and, and said dad who's a he's a big lord of the rings fan uh or at least tolkien fan he said dad don't fuck this up <laughs> 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 and you know what honestly in my in my tldr my my non-spoiler review i don't think they did i don't think they fucked no. it up it's, it's quite good um yeah. i enjoyed it oh, at least uh, let's see the budget for season one of the Lord of the Rings or Rings of Power clocks in at about $715 million. Jesus. That's like, <laughs> yeah. And that's not talking about like the, <laughs> the rights and everything. The, rights, like, you the, know, the marketing, yeah. which they, the, the marketing for this was everywhere. It was in front of every movie I saw this summer, which was not many. Oh, you, you, this you figure can't even. Is- Sorry, this figure is on top of the two hundred and fifty million Amazon spent to acquire the rights to the franchise, making Jesus. it the most expensive TV series. Oh no, ever we're made. hold on, we have disconnected. Uh oh. I think I think it was Amazon. They heard you. Yep. I don't understand. And and we're back. We are back. And we're back. A little Jesus. blurry. It's only a little blurry. I don't understand. Little, this doesn't happen when I, when, I, when I podcast other places, which I find hilarious. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So ridiculous amounts of money. They have all the Lord of the Rings movies on Prime Video now, which is great oh, because I was watching. Um, they're, they're just the regular versions. They're not the extended version. Right? I know. I know. I still got to buy the 4Ks of the them. I don't know why I haven't yet um maybe it's because i have like 400 versions of it's like you know when star wars keeps on releasing yeah physical yeah, media yeah. and you're just like well fuck i guess i have to buy this one right if they Usually it's a little bit better <laughs> this is why i didn't buy uh spider-man um what was it the new one uh no way home is that that the, the new no one? way because because yes. there's a new version coming out this it's out in theaters right now it's number one in theaters right now which is really funny because nothing's in theaters. <laughs> uh, um, anyway. But even even with the Amazon stuff, like even if you open up the Amazon app, I remember yep. when just the other day I opened up the app to to buy something and, and it completely took over the app. It just opened up a trailer and everything. Like they, they're not screwing Stop. around. They're like, Stop. I've already watched I just, it. I need I've to watched buy it toilet twice. paper. I watched it. I've already subscribed. I, Stop it. I watched this so many times. Um, the uh you know what what's really funny uh shows the bed right behind you that the post there looks very lord yeah. of the rings like Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah at first like i thought a, it was like a staff elven tower oh uh, yeah and i was like oh fuck <laughs> shows is uh bringing out the elven beds for sexy yeah. uh elven times so i assume that's what's gonna happen on this show i don't know who no one knows um 
anyways so the first two episodes came out on friday just this past friday and we're gonna chat about it um we'll we'll do our non-spoiler review right now let's say what two three sentences let's go yeah, yeah. show let's go um it uh it, it exceeded my expectations um i i was excited to go back to middle earth um and um the the way that they paced the show and the way that they um had all of the different stories sort of overlapping um kept things fresh i found that kept things really interesting because mm-hmm. at at any one point you were you were sort of jumping around between all these different characters and it and it sort of kept you on your toes and uh, i think the pacing was really good so that's my that's my like three sentence it it's <laughs> it's crazy their main cast this isn't like secondary characters their main cast is 22 people that's yeah. like game of thrones crazy uh khawk <laughs> uh yeah exceeded my expectations i was deeply involved in the story that they were telling and was really loving the pacing and direction that it was told in uh and i had something else to say i can't remember so far, I've I've absolutely loved all the casting on that. I think everybody's fits in perfectly mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the being told. Exactly. Um, I agree with both of you guys. I thought it was fantastic. Um, when I first started watching it, I was like, well, shit. I'm watching it on my TV. I should break out the projector because this is a gorgeous, gorgeous. It's probably the yeah. prettiest TV show right now. Um, it's the first two episodes. I know a lot of people are bitching about how slow it is. Um, I didn't think it was slow. I didn't think it was slow. Um, they're no. introducing this version of Middle Earth. It's different. This is a different time. The towns and cities and the makeup of the world is different. Um, like people are expecting to see hobbits and shit. Hobbits aren't around yet, people. They haven't evolved from the various tribes of Harfoots and whatnot. Um, half foot. <laughs> so, um, I love. I love it. I thought. It, I thought it was gorgeous. I like the cast i thought they were all very compelling um am i a fan of the changes yeah you know what they're a little weird but you know what fuck it it's a tv show i did not expect to see this age because there's not much written about it there's a little bit you know there there are stories and there there are pieces from it uh um appendices and such and then you know similarly touches on some we're gonna get another book this fall about the second age so you know what I'm taking this as a they're doing they're doing like 2000 years in 5 seasons. Mm-hmm. How Eight are they not going to condense that? They 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 have to they can't just have people fucking walking around, <laughs> right? That's what they did in Lord of the Rings. Like if you're pissy about the changes in Lord of the Rings, man, I I don't I don't know what to tell you. Like Rings of Power is fine. It's good entertainment. I thought it was compelling and I'm looking forward to more. Is this 10 episodes or is it Eight, unfortunately. Jeez, we're so close to the end already. They have a lot of material to cover within an eight-episode season and five seasons to do that. You know, it's a, it's a, I'll say it, it's a Herculean task. You know, we're gonna go into spoilers now, people. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it now. Sorry, go Huck. It's a Herculean task for anybody in that, especially bringing it to television and that. But it's like from what I've seen so far, I have it has my complete confidence. It has my attention. Yeah. So like I said earlier, the second age takes place over a couple thousand years and we're definitely uh, like shrinking this down at the five seasons. What do you guys think about it? Like they're going to they're gonna have the motor and stuff through, I guess, what people assume like they they're, they're going to have to have um sauron come back he's gonna disguise himself as an elf 
He's going to teach Celebrimbor how to create the rings, which we sort of, we saw the starting of the forge in the first two episodes, which I thought was really cool. Did you guys play yeah. the, the middle earth games? The, yeah. the war of the, um, what's it? Oh, Sh- shadow, shadow of Mordor. Shadow of War. Yeah. Shadow of War. Shadow, shadow of Mordor. Yeah. Uh, well, wait a minute. Shadow which of Mordor was- and War of Mordor? I think it was shadow, shadow of War or something. Shadow of War or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, Kelburn is like a main character in that too. Yeah. Um, the second one especially dealt with the with the ring, right? It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was just fucking terrible. Um, yeah. yeah, so what did you think? Like, um, Do you think we're going to see the rings forged in this season like already? Like that seems early for me, but I don't mind. You see, like, I'm wondering if, like, the first season covers the making of the rings and that, um, you know, and then it kind of expands out. I, I always, I, early on, I kind of thought maybe, like, the fifth season would, you know, in the, fi- in the final, the finale of it, and that would probably cover, like, you know, the battle. You know, I assume the, the last season is going to be the big battle. Like, the, yeah. the mm-hmm. battle you see where Isildur cuts off yeah. uh, Sauron's hand. Yeah, this is what I'm Her imagining. Fingers. Which is weird because, like, you know, if it's covering that, like, you know, because that could occur like thousand, uh, like maybe a thousand years later, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I can't remember how long the second age is. I wish we could. Uh... You guys can continue. I think, talking. I, I, I think one of the things that's going to help with you're going over that amount of time is the fact that a lot of these races tend to live a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Like, especially with the elves, like they've like even at the beginning of the first episode where they were talking about Galadriel and her and her quest mm-hmm. and and her and and the and the company of elves that were hunting for any signs of of orcs in Middle Earth. Um, they they sort of say that, that that took hundreds of years that they were gone for hundreds of years, mm-hmm. like scouring years. every part of Middle Earth, and 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 so that was just narration. Um, but but the idea that these characters can can still exist, and we know that characters like Galadriel and, and Elrond exist within the time of the, the Fellowship. Um, it that you know we we we'll be able to get used to some of those characters, I, I think maybe the human ones we're, we're only going to see for a very brief amount of time. Um, but uh, that, that leaves room for, I guess, new human characters to be introduced each season and then just keep the, the, the pillars of the elves and the, the dwarves and in the characters that, lo- that live longer, keep them uh, across all the seasons. So the so second, like- the second age lasted for 3,441 years. So that's a lot of uh, material, but you know, not, not every, day was exciting i'm sure in those three thousand years um and things have to move at certain paces five years seems like a good compression like are you gonna have people wait for this fucking long like god that would be terrible i mean you could i guess do the end of that age but i'd because because of how tolkien wrote and how things took for such a long time even the lord of the rings took years right and it didn't seem like that on screen and it definitely they definitely didn't portray it like that um but yeah, um, or at least months. I don't remember if it was years. I feel oh, like it was I, years. Yeah, like I remember that 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 first that scene in in Fellowship where Gandalf rides off to go and 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 find out about the that did take years. Uh, yeah, where you know he goes back to Minas Tirith and he goes to look up like that that took years. But in in the movie it was just like I'm gonna run off and he's gonna come back. <laughs> you know, it's it's like a five hour horse ride. It's fine. It's fine. No, <laughs> no it's not like a month to ride down there, right? Um, yeah. I, 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 I don't, I'm, I'm fine with them compressing things. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that 
I don't want them to introduce things too early. Like I would, uh, but then again, are they going to renew this? Prime seems to cancel things really fast. But they did spend a uh, shit ton I, of money on this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, like, there's this kind of, like, this idea, I think, like, what they call it? The, the theory of the zero sum and that, like, when the zeros start adding up and that, you know, it becomes such an unreal amount. They've committed for this, basically. Yeah, the... yeah. This, this, is the, this is their thing. They paid for it. Mm. Yeah. There's and, so and they're, many, they're not gonna... There's so many fans that are fighting for it, too, because there's mm-hmm. so many trolls on the internet that are fucking hating it right now. We'll talk about that mm. later. Um, so we, we talked about uh, two of the characters. We talked about Elrond and Galadriel, who are characters that we'd seen in the um, in the original film slash, you know, the Hobbit films as well. I don't like talking about the Hobbit films because they were bad. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, what do you think of the, the, the cast, like including those two actors who have, you know, they have a big role to fill. They, they're characters we already knew, at least people who had seen the films, right? Or, you know, read the books. Well, First name I'll throw out would be uh, Lenny Henry. Lenny Henry uh, plays Sadik Burroughs. Actually, I sh- sorry, I should call him Sir Lenny Henry. Not because I did not know he was a knighted. Yeah, he has a knighthood. Yeah. Holy shit! Uh, yeah. Uh, first thing I noticed in that Irish accents are so hard to do on. You know, like but, uh, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Either get it or you don't. That he does a fantastic Irish. Who, who does he play? Uh, Sadik Burroughs, he's like that lore keeper uh, for the half foots and that. Yeah, ah, okay. You notice, you know what? You know was, well, the one who says the sky doesn't look right and all this. Yeah, stuff. yeah the sky yeah, doesn't yeah. look right. The, yeah. You know the the men are hunting and that in the areas they shouldn't. They're looking for something. Did you know yeah. he's also in another fantasy series coming out soon? Did you know oh, this one? He's in the what? Witcher Blood Origin, which is the <gasps> the prequel oh. Witcher series with michelle yo fuck okay right oh that's so exciting um more lenny henry anyway man like he's 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 fucking awesome he was good um like the i i loved seeing this uh iteration of these halflings i don't i was gonna say hobbits and they're not hobbits they're just small people um yeah and seeing this earlier version of them um a nomadic tribe of them and having these different people with different roles and seeing them still pop up the tents, sort of like the hobbits do later. Um, like things still, there's a connection. Like with, what makes them like not hobbits? Uh, basically, I, I, I kind of figure like hobbits are, you know, was the more civilized and settled when they actually yeah. acquired the Shire. Yeah. I, f- I feel like that's the more uh, of the, the, uh, you know, them staking their own place where um the harfoots were nomadic and they would walk around and you know hide and find places yeah like them hiding from the hunters which i thought were going to be a bigger part because they kept on showing them in the trailers but nope they're just walking across um yeah um any uh, any other uh standouts i i I can talk about this cast for ages i i I like the girl that played nori i thought she was she was really like full of wonder and she's she's the hobbit that where she's not a hobbit but i'm saying she's the hobbit like perry and uh pepin and mary where you're just like yeah. they're they have that joy of excitement for going out but don't know the dangers of going out yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and um i i i will shout out another person connected to, to nori and that's the guy who played the stranger who is uh daniel wayman I thought he was, um, what's his name from, oh, fuck, um, that South uh, African actor, 
Uh, oh, I know this guy. Hold on, let me look him up real I quick. Th- he was uh, uh, Charlton Copley. I thought he was Charlton Copley for the oh, longest time. I was looking at some. I was like, "Fuck, is that Charlton Copley in this movie? In this show? That guy has fallen so off the map. I don't know where he is. Now. <laughs> no, he does a lot of shit. Like he still does, does a lot of stuff, but you know, he does his own thing. Um, oh, okay. Which you know, cool, as cool. an actor, you gotta you gotta appreciate. Yeah, do your thing. Um, he was in Russian Doll not too long ago, so. It was a good show. Um, yeah. We'll talk about The Stranger maybe next um, because there are lots of theories about who that person might be, might not be. Um, uh, I think all of the Harfoots were fantastically yes, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. I thought they were they were wondrous and I thought they were... I liked how scared they were of everything of the other world and so superstitious of everything. Yes. Watching them is probably... Is, I know a lot of people were bitching about it. I, I'm going to just say... In general, a lot of people were bitching about everything on my Twitter this weekend, but I, I really liked them. I thought um, I thought they did good, and uh, we'll talk about the music in a sec, so I don't want to touch on that. Um, I thought all the elves were wonderfully cast. Oh, how about uh, oh, Aaron Deer? Uh, yeah, Ismael uh, Cruz Cordova. He was, oh, he was so good. He yeah. has yeah. like a stare that just yeah. like envelops you because i sat as soon as he started talking to that one dude in the bar i was like oh my god i'm just like hanging on every single word you're saying your eye his eyes are just like piercing Um, yeah and and that's and that's how the that's how the elves were supposed to be they were supposed to be so like grand and 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 the way that they looked and the way that they acted and everything Mm -hmm. and he captured it beautifully he did all of the them and like you'd get secondary elves that were sort of douchebags, and that's also how elves were supposed to be. Remember uh, yeah. Lee Pace in the Hobbit movies playing um, then was it oh, Andrew, yes, yes. the 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 father of Legolas, and he was such the he was the biggest douchebag elf, and mm. I was sitting there I was like that is <laughs> that is how I pictured some of you <laughs> these elves, but you they got some of that in this, and I I really enjoyed that. Um, Elrond, <laughs> who's not full elf, I don't know if. Many people knew that he's half elf. Um, I did not. He is. I didn't know that either. Uh, perfectly, I think perfectly. This younger version. By where? Why did I lost it? I lost them. Oh my god! Robert, uh, Robert Aramayo. Aramayo. Yeah, I instantly recognized him, and that is uh, the guy who played young Ned Stark in uh, <gasps> season seven of uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Oh flashback. my god. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, he's great. He plays the politician. Like he's not a, he's not quite the leader yet. And I don't think, I think at this point he's not very respected amongst the elves. I think like I he's know. high enough up there that he's a, he's involved in everything, but I think he still hasn't made a name for himself yet. I think because he's not full elf, he's not given the respect is I hope that gets played out more as the season goes on. Um, and I hope so because I think that's really neat. Um, I wonder if we're going to talk about his his brother and he has a twin brother who chose a mortal life and ended up dying before the series started um and that's how the numenors were create, created who uh, so when you say ha- when you say he's not full elf do you mean he's not a high elf or no like he's half human half human okay yeah but still long oh, life yeah. um i believe he's half human I may be wrong on that. I haven't read it all my stuff in, in a long time, so my my knowledge is sort of coming in and out. Um, I thought he did a wonderful job. He's a great. He was a there, great. There's this. Politician. There's this great se- sequence where he's um, about to go into um, uh, the the dwarf kingdom, and he and he says to the uh, he says to Cal- Calibrimbor, he says, 
you're you're good at your craft let me do mine oh that was and, such a good line and, you know and because you know he's up like the whole the whole time he's in there you know he's up to something when he's trying to get the dwarf's attention and everything it's like he he was playing that perfectly and it was just so much fun to watch a character so full of confidence be able to do that do you think he just gave up on purpose to put on a show yeah yeah, yeah, because he he knew that the the dwarves are full of pride, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the dwarves they, he had to win. He couldn't have beat. He couldn't have beaten them. He had to. He, he had, had to, to let lose, his friend yeah. win. Yeah, no, <clears throat> right? I fully thought the same thing. I that was such a smart politician move, and I I look yeah. forward to seeing him get into that. You know, he ends up also becoming general in you know in that fight against Sauron eventually. So. Seeing him move through all these phases, it's going to be fucking interesting. Like, how could you not be excited about this? Like, that just seems so neat. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Um, um, the love interest of Aaron Deere, Bronwyn, she was good. I thought she was fine. I don't really know. This is the human element that they have to add on um, because, you know. We're... How about her young son and what he apparently has found? Fuck him. Oh, yeah. my God, that kid. Um <laughs> Yeah, we can talk about that now. Like, uh, I'll, uh, well, you know what? Before we talk about the sun, uh, Morfid Clark, who plays Galadriel, I think um, a lot of people are bitching about her because Galadriel's not what they expected. They expected this, you know. They're expecting, you know, I think it's, I think it has to do with like just the basically the character of Galadriel now versus like the Galadriel we know from then, Lord of the Rings yeah, yeah. and that, who's, you know, magnanimous and you know it's almost ethereal like above yeah. it all right yeah. and that this is a galadriel who's like right in the midst of it and that and that's brother in died, tokens. yeah um, her brother died pursuing sauron she took up the cause and that even when no you know and it's like everybody all the elves at this point they basically she fought in that to battle say, too against yeah. uh, sauron and um yeah. morgoth so yeah, but it's important to note the elves at this point, like the High Council is ready to say the war is over and everything is fine, you know, but she is not. Yeah, she knows something's up. Uh, she has seen mm-hmm. the signs and that sign, um, the Sauron sign, ends up be on, being on this sword that the, the son of Bronwyn, I don't know the kid's name. He he pissed me off so, so much. many names. I, There's so many names. Theo? Dude. Theo. Theo is that Theo. kid. Oh my God, there's so many names. Um, <laughs> he finds a... I don't. I don't even know. It's what, a broken. It's a it's broken, broken sword. sword. It's a hilt. It's a hilt of a sword. So it must have been an orc's sword. I don't know because so this series also is going to see the creation of the ring wraiths, right? Yeah. Which were the the nine human. I don't the nine know. kings. The nine human kings and that who were given it's all the rings. So like, I don't know how fast they're gonna. Like we said earlier, we don't know how fast they're gonna move. Like, is this kid gonna grow up and become one of the? the elf the human lords or is this like how sauron starts coming back into the world because he think, empowers the the sword which is sort of like a horcrux <laughs> yeah yeah i was i was getting i was getting some of that uh, uh harry potter there too yeah yeah. But it also seems to be like one of the first examples of him like using magic to bind his power to like an, an object, right? So this, you know, this sword itself might just be like some sort of a test run, of like that. a proto ring. Yeah, because mm, remember, like you know, the reason that what when they found like you know the whole thing with the snow troll and that uh, that cave and that there was some sort of experiment going on there that Sauron was working mm-hmm. on and that, but he, he he hadn't succeeded yet. Yeah. Or at least that we know of, right? He maybe that's where the sword was forged, and it maybe broke during that battle with the um, with the elves earlier. Um, oh man, there's so many possibilities. Uh, like I, I, I don't, I um, 
I, I want to talk about The Stranger because this is one of the biggest mysteries uh, and it's how the first season or first episode ended. There's a meteor-esque thing falling in the sky. Um, everyone's sort of like drifting off into their own little realms, but this sort of this sort of you know combines everyone's storylines because they're they're all like drawn to it obviously because who sees a falling thing out of the sky often right and we find out that it lands right near um nori and the harfoots um Mm -hmm. and it's this person this this human human human-esque person in flames like in this giant crater flames aren't hot um yes. and flames this, with no heat this person well, didn't that the the other harfoot said no that he can't be human because he wouldn't have survived that fall yeah true true and i don't think it is what are your thoughts shouts let's go with you because i know what uh hawk's gonna say well i immediately went to gandalf like immediately um especially the way that he was talking to the fireflies Yep. You know, the way that he was making the trees move and everything like he had this sort of connection with the environment, with nature. Um, it, it, it very much felt like Gandalf. Yeah, same. Like, you know, initial reactions, like it would say it's Gandalf and that just like, you know, in the height, in the face and that and the fact that, you know, he is a, he's adorned in a gray robe. You know, yeah, uh, there was also some other something that has to do with fire. There was a particular wizard associated with fire in the lord of the rings i can't remember who it was though i'm not sure um i also thought it was gandalf obviously you know when i first saw him and i was like they can't bring gandalf right away maybe it's um saruman right the the -hmm. the greatest of wizards at that time um but like the aner which is what the wizards are they're they're like sort of angels that fell to earth or the middle earth um it's tyriel Wait, who are you talking about? What are you talking about, Dave? What's Tyrion? From from Diablo? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it could be. <laughs> um, Dave, you should just jump on, man. Angel that fell from the sky. Yeah, it is Diablo. Um, I wonder. Like, that's super early for them to... Ah! Gandalf calls himself the wielder of the flame of Anur when he fights the Balrog. One of his many, many else. names. Dave, you yeah. should just jump on, man. Just jump on. Come chat. Wow, come chat. We want. We want to know what you think about this show. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Gandalf, right? About a thousand years too early, but this this is the problem, right? Like when you're compressing the storyline, right? But he may not. But he may take that long to actually become Gandalf. You know what I mean? That like would be he... infuriating. I mean, it would be infuriating <laughs> if he couldn't talk for such a long time. Like yeah. he has to be well, able he was to asking he, he wanted mana, right? He kept asking for mana. Is that what he said? I should have put yeah. on subtitles. I had subtitles on. He kept asking for mana. Like and, a little and, blue uh, potion? Yeah, yeah. He was he was running low on MP and he needed to cast fire two. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. He, Phoenix, he needs Phoenix down. What, what he needs to do is tell his party to go off. He needs to gather all the XP from fighting something, and then he'll yeah. level up. You know, he'll get his his level two robes. I guess they're gray. And then level yeah. three will be his white robes. He needs he need to grind grind some XP. He needs to grind XP. That's all we know. That's all we need yeah. to know. Um, yeah, what do you think about the stranger, and what are your hopes for him in this season? Oh, oh, I stumped I you know. guys. He's like, fuck, if it's Gandalf, what? Where, where do we go? Like, does he start connecting with all the different peoples? Does he 
Like, what is his mission on? Like, does he know his mission? On uh, he's, he's obviously on? sent for a reason, right? Like, could could that be part of this? Is just him figuring out like what why he's there and and like like if he has no memory of why he's it there. It doesn't look like he has his memory, right? So like him him discovering his purpose. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. He is he's always been a little bit fuddled in the head. Mm-hmm. Like he knows more than he puts on, but he's still a little bit jumbly up there, a little crazy. One might say, um, I, I like him as a, a. Do you think? Do you think the other wizards are going to come in due time, or are they? Because we have, we have him, we have Saruman, we have Radagast, and then the two blue elves, which I never ever remember their names. Do you think they're going to come sooner than later in the season? Are they going to come at all? Are they that important? Possibly. Like, like I assume said. Gandalf's coming because he, you know, fan recognition. Yeah, people uh, want Gandalf. <clears throat> yeah. Because they know he would have been old, and like I mean, you know, if you're talking about historically accurate, yeah, it may have been a couple thousand years too early, but he would have been old enough to have been technically alive around that time. Uh, whereas you can't be like, you know, I want Frodo. Where's Frodo? Mm-hmm. And he he was also known by other names before Gandalf, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he's had many names, the Traveler or something. I want like like I wonder. Gandalf, oh, you already said that. I wonder how much they're going to try and tie into the movies. Like we said that it's not really connected. Like they didn't get Peter Jackson to come back. They had asked Peter Jackson for his um, input when they started doing the show many years ago, but they didn't end up getting it from him. Like not on Peter Jackson's account. They didn't end up end up sending the scripts. But, um, you know, they they definitely took a lot of the design, a lot of the the musical cues bear Mc- bear mccurry does the music for this right yes he does of course fucking amazing composer and it definitely sounds in league with uh howard shore's music like yeah. everything thematically feels like it's part of the lord of the rings so you think they're gonna connect also I, those? I noted howard shore was included in the credits and uh, under music under music um oh, i shit. think they use at least part of his music for it yeah they, they, they may be um referencing some themes too Oh hey. shit, Dave's here. Here's Dave. <laughs> Dave has arrived. There he is. Howard Shore did the theme for the show. Oh yes. shit. Um All right. That was that was that was Dave, everybody. We're gonna Good night, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Hold on. Oh no. I was like, God damn it, I was just setting everything up. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. I like it. It um <clears throat> it, the the aesthetic of the show makes me think that like, yeah, we'll like take as much influence as Peter Jack from Peter Jackson as possible, then not actually listen to anything he says cuz we're not going to actually like send him any documents. Sort of like when they made the other DC movies, they were like, what if we, you know, like try and like, we'll get Christopher Nolan as an executive producer on man of steel, but then actually have nothing to do with any of the Batman movies. (laughs) He's kind of there in EP status only. And it's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah." They want to, they want to pull on your familiarity, but not actually give that person any money. Mm hmm. Or creativity. Which oh, yeah. is shitty. I, I wonder how much of it was also le- legality, like, um, because... New Line Cinema. New and Line them, Cinema yeah. and all of that shit. Um, 
but visually stunning. I think I think the graphics are probably some of the the prettiest I've seen on TV. It's it's on par with anything, any other fantasy I've seen, if not better. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching House of Dragon and this, and like I watched both this weekend, and I'm way more intrigued by the Rings of Power than I am of whatever the fucking Lord of Game, um, Game of Thrones game. What is it called? House, House of the Dragon? Dragon? I can't even House remember. I've seen three episodes of it and I still don't really care. I just want to see Matt Smith fuck shit up. Um, that, that's did really... You watch the end of, did you watch the end of three? Yeah, that's why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave, I know you're you're a fan of the, the novels and the Tolkien lore and they did start compressing this quite a bit <laughs> quite a bit three thousand years into five seasons what do you think of what do you, what did you think of them introducing the anor and all of these elements really early caliber and bore we don't know Technically. i mean like what like will they actually do this though we don't know that the harfoot storyline is happening at the same time as the other storylines oh shit i didn't even think about that oh right. it's gonna like, be no 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 like it that, has to eh? because the the meteor falls all across at the same but time there are five astari so we don't know oh. that it's the same meteor right like technically gandalf uh palando uh whatever and and, and radagast and everybody they're supposed to show up on boats from valinor yeah. Uh, but whatever. Meteor's cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Meteor's um, more visually. I, I don't think they would do the the fake out because there's already so much going on in the show, and I don't think the writers are creative enough to think about that to like do a Tarantino and be like, "This is actually happening a thousand years later." You know, well, like they did the same thing in The Witcher, right? When they for the television series, and people, some people didn't like that. They thought it was confusing, even though I thought it was great. But yep, me too. Yeah, people people uh, don't yeah, always people, do well people, with people are dumb. And then you'd also have to consider, <laughs> you would also have to consider that all those Harfoots would be long dead in like a hundred years, probably. Yeah, right? I think that's why they really want to compress everything because you can't like introduce a new set of cast each season because you're like, here's five hundred years, here's another five hundred years. Unless because I mean Gandalf gets cool. a ring, but Gandalf's given a ring so much later. Yeah, as well because he's given one of the Elven rings. Yeah. But I think they might just try and skip that. Well, so the first two episodes introduced Celebrimbor, who created the rings um, through the help of Sauron, um, the 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 sky. Celebrimbor is like this master craftsman, mm -hmm. and then Sauron shows up as as someone else and is like, you know, would be cool to craft powerful rings because the elves are already crafting plenty. You know, they're making amazing magical artifacts already, mm -hmm. but like they didn't know how to craft rings. <laughs> Like, it's like there's a secret to crafting magical rings, and Sauron the, knows it. So now I'm going to pose you a question. Um, uh -huh. and Bor wants to make this giant um, forge, right? Uh -huh. To create magical things like he already talks about. Like, they already mentioned the Simrils and how they yeah. can put these into rings. Do you think Sauron has already shown up and talked to him? I don't think so. I think uh, I think he just wants to make a thing so he can build better things you know like he needs to make leonardo da vinci's workshop basically like he doesn't have he wants better tools as a craftsman mm. uh crafts elf um <laughs> yeah <laughs> he, wa he wants better tools uh so he can harness more power and i think what's going to happen is the strange like that's funny because we call like probably almost certainly gandalf the stranger but the stranger should actually be 
Sauron in, in disguise. Yeah. Right, because like There's they don't know a, yeah, they don't know it's Sauron when Sauron shows up. No, right? to be honest, it might be like we we have like you think we've already seen Sauron. They're they're giving us all these little like he's he's in fire and although you know what I don't know it's so confused so there's so many things that could be I I hope it's I can't not. I can't imagine Sauron like talking to the 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 fireflies and stuff like that that doesn't seem like Sauron although they died. Mm. Well, Sauron also probably didn't need to fall from the sky. Like Sauron should have already been on middle. Yeah, he was there. He he was fighting earlier. Um, yeah. And I when I when I assume I'm going to see Sauron, I think he's going to be like like we had talked about off line, Dave, a long time ago. He's supposed to be this like super pretty elf. Like like uh, all the like elves are supposed to be really pretty, and all the elves are like, damn. When mm-hmm. Sauron shows, they're all so smitten uh, because he's so good at lying. But one of the things is that they say it in Frodo says it in uh, the Fellowship when he meets Aragorn, and Aragorn's like, "How do you know I'm not a bad guy?" And Frodo goes, "I think an agent of the enemy would look fair but seem foul." And Aragorn laughs. He's like, "So you're saying I'm, I'm ugly, <laughs> but but I'm an, <laughs> but I'm an okay guy." <laughs> and it's true. Like that's that's the kind of thing is that like you know they they come in this guise of you know Sauron appears beautiful but is you know secretly terrible. So if Anson Mount shows up, we're just gonna be like, oh fuck, he's Sauron because oh, he's so it, pretty. Yeah. But right. you know, there's something <laughs> a little bit off about him. Um, <laughs> um, the the other storyline that's really intriguing me is the Arondir. He's that new elf, and I guess is he's intermixing with these orcs, which are I guess supposed to be proto orcs or like a grungier no, orcs version of orcs. Should already exist at this point. I'm not sure. Yeah. I like how grungy they look. They, well, they orcs look... and goblins yeah. are the same thing. Yeah. It's just that they're called goblins by hobbits and orcs by men. That's confusing. Right? Like, And Urukai are just like another mutation of yeah. orc. Which doesn't come yeah, from but... Lord of the yeah, Rings. They... Yeah, Saruman creates them later. Yeah. So what do you think about his uh, his storyline his and his sort of love with uh, a human? I think it's the best part of the show. It's the thing they mm-hmm. they totally made up. None of that stuff. Like they're in they're in southern Mordor. None of this. Like oh, we're gonna like reclaim these lands and stuff. I'm like that's cool. Like that's a way more interesting storyline than. I don't even know if they're gonna be able to tell the whole story because they only have the rights to the Lord of the Rings. They don't have the rights to the Silmarillion Simul- and Unfinished Tales. Oh, so I don't know how they're telling the other half without being able to use certain things. Like apparently they can say Morgoth, but they can't say Melkor. So they're yeah. always going to call him Morgoth as as the enemy. Um, but I, I don't I, know that's that's a much cooler storyline to go through and be like, what 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 is something Tolkien didn't explore? What's something that we can explore? And the relationship between the peoples here, because clearly a lot of people don't like the elf. You know, I love the that. elf. I think that's awesome. Yeah, because because the elves are assholes, right? Like, mm. you, could you imagine? And they're sort of like, like a they're like the they're looking over. The humans, yeah. right? They're they're in a yeah, police state, more or less. They're occupiers, basically, they're occupiers. over conquered and, people. And elves in Lord of the Rings are super people. They have superpowers. They can see beyond the horizon. They they can. They're literally stronger than any human. They live they can, forever. They can surf downstairs with a shield. I mean, they're they're yeah. Cool. Like the show <laughs> could be if they wanted it to be basically a fantasy superhero show because the elves can do that stuff. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see them do some fucking cool stuff. Um, and I guess we sort of like what? What do you think the orcs are there for? Like they're they're digging holes, and 
Are, are they amassing an army for for this comeback or or maybe conquering the land and like he said like dave referred to it as south mordor right yeah yeah very 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 quietly trying to to take over i love that we get maps in this in the show and they they show how different it is like this is a middle earth that we haven't explored on screen yet and it's very different than what um what we've seen like next episode and i'm just assuming this based on you know everything we've seen. We're gonna go to Numenor, which was the 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 homeland of Aragorn's people, the half elven uh, people that live three times the length of uh, humans, and like that. And is, they're eight feet tall, and they're super strong. I don't think they're gonna do the eight feet tall thing because <laughs> they didn't do it. And that was the the thing in Lord of the Rings where it's like everybody should know Aragorn's the king right away. It's like because that guy's a Numenarian, like he's eight foot three, and we're normal sized humans at like five ten. You know, he, he wasn't even I, the tallest amongst the bunch. Yeah, Aragorn is taller than elves and men and hobbits and dwar- like, and everyone's just like, uh, sure. Yeah, I, I I'm looking forward to it. I like that Galadriel's gonna be the one that ends up going over that way, and her f- human friend, which I don't remember his name. He didn't. He didn't really. He's made up for the show. Yeah, he didn't yeah. really like capture my interest yet, but he hasn't done anything other than paddle and save her. <laughs> I suspect he'll be like a point of view for Galadriel to like learn about humans because she really shouldn't have a, have had a lot of interaction. She's been around for six thousand years or whatever already, yeah. but she's just you know like she, all the elves just get to chill for so long. Well, like I was saying to these guys earlier in the show, like in the books, she's supposed to be just like chilling out at this point, like walking around meeting her husband and then walking around with him, right? So I like that she has this quest that she's on because I assume by the end of the season all these main this, these 22 people are going to have to fucking get together right like something's going to have to happen to bring them all together well the I, end of the show has to be the final the final battle, battle. right right yeah. where where um Elendil cuts off Sauron's fingers or whatever isn't it Isildur Isildur okay Isildur yeah yeah, yeah. and we're going to meet Isildur in this probably next episode well that's that's really yeah because he, he's supposed to be fairly young yeah how long did Isildur live for <laughs> i don't know because uh, we're like a, still a thousand years away i from don't like we were saying fight, earlier i don't know? think they're gonna do the full thousands because you can't everybody it, would be dead. It, everyone would be dead Isildur was born in the second age and lived until the second year of the third age and he died at 234 and we're like Two thousand years, I think, away Early. from the <laughs> yeah. from from the third age. So, yeah. is there an event you want to see happen at the end of like? Do you want to see the rings start being created at the end of the season? Shows, or is it too early? I I, I wonder if we're maybe going to start seeing. You know, I'm sort of getting glimpses of you know the the Death Star plans that were showing up in the prequel uh, <laughs> Star Wars. Like, I wonder if we're if we're gonna start seeing you know him sort of coming up with the idea for the rings this season, and and um, and and maybe um, we start to actually see them in future seasons. I don't know, Huck. Yeah, I'm hoping we see like at least the forging, you know, at the end of this season because you know it's the rings of power and that it's kind of our prime focus so uh they should definitely at least get it started this season i don't know dave they should forge one ring per season 
<laughs> so they have like 37 <laughs> seasons. They won't. Um, I, I think annoying to my annoyance is the first season won't have any rings. And the cool. season will end. The tower will be like mostly built or if not entirely That's what I was going to say. Shit. <laughs> and, and that's when they'll introduce like the, it'll be like the last scene where it's like, oh, this is our new friend. And then it's a silver haired, you know, sexy vampire looking motherfucker. It's going to be this Matt is, Smith. This is, this is Balron. Yeah, I fully think that too. So which leaves in question, what is, what kind of conflict are we going to see come to a head at the end of this season? Yeah, like, I, like yeah, sorry. There's going to be, I think if they, they do a good job, there'll be a lot of tension with people being like, like some people are going to be like, this dude's not on the level, right? When like Sauron shows up, they're like, I don't know about this guy. And a lot of other people are like, I don't know. He's given us these sweet, powerful rings. Like he seems pretty cool, you know? And then he's like, we should make some for men too. And they're like, yeah, that's a good idea. And then, you know. Yeah. We have to really see where these people of power that end up getting the rings get into those seats of power, right? Like Galadriel's okay. not in a spot where um, people would be like, oh, you know what? Let's give one of these fucking rings to her. <laughs> She's just like, okay, let, let- let me ask you guys a question then. There was a a sequence in the second episode where um uh the 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 dwarf king um is talking to the prince and and he says, you know, um he basically describes that something is going on behind the scenes and they open up a box and you don't get to see what's in the box. What do you guys think is in the box? What's in the box? It's the Arkenstone, right? Like it's Arkenstone, you think? I thought it was no, I, would... I thought well, it would be it's the wrong place, yeah. <laughs> right? I, th- um, I thought it would be Mithril, to be honest. I, uh, like, oh, you think they just discovered Mithril? Yeah, and that's why they went to to Kazadum, though. It was like this place is full of fucking. Mithril. I thought I thought they just... found it in Kazadum. I feel like they're gonna be like they're gonna rewrite things and be like, we've been digging here and look, we found this fucking. Sh- look at this! You can't break you, it. Are they actually? <laughs> do you think gonna do like they're gonna show the whole fall of of Kazadum and stuff like that? I'll Could be back you? in a sec. Yeah, totally. Um, I think that would be pretty cool. I think that would be fucking awesome. Just watching a Balrog just smiting dwarves left and right. I saw in one of the trailers that you see a Balrog and like, and it looks like the Lord of the Rings one. There should still be a fair amount of Balrogs around at this time. Would but did they? Are they up on the Earth level? I thought they would be more. Down. I mean, they're the same species as Sauron and Gandalf. They can do whatever they like. That's fair. That's fair. You know. And it's not like elves can fight them, but it it uh, that's you know that's like humans battling elves. This is you know these are, there are tears to Lord of the Rings. I I definitely want to see more of the dwarves. Like we we got little glimpses of them in this in the second episode, but I yeah. hope I hope we get to see more of them because I really like that. Um, that that whole conversation about them having to sing to the to the stones, yeah, for that resonating. vibration. I think that's neat. I hope they do that. I assume they're going to because. They have an amazing composer, <laughs> like they have Bear McCurry doing music. Why wouldn't they do something like that? And There's then probably it... going to be something with like Mithril being exchanged between the elves and the dwarves because the rings look like they're made of. Um, I was wondering actually, about that. Something else they find in in uh, Kazadum. It's not just Mithril. It's it's some other. Maybe Mithril is just what they call the silver or whatever. But maybe they're going to do like vibranium silver. thing where everything's just sort of combined into that one element for the oh for the people that unobtainium unobtainium exactly <laughs> they're not gonna even call it mithril it's just gonna be unobtainium for now <laughs> like hawk we we're thinking we we're thinking like maybe what they find is mithril in in 
you know, in, yeah, the, I caught in the that mines. part. And like maybe that's what how but the dwarves are going to be. It had a particular glow to it in that. So, uh, but when yeah, they opened the up the box, there was glow, right? Maybe that's yeah. what Mithril. That's the first thing I thought was the Ark, the Arkenstone uh, from the Hobbit. Like, and you know, yeah, do all Elven blades glow when there are orcs nearby? Is that all Elven? Yeah, I, I wasn't sure. I can't remember. We don't, it was a just we don't know. We're never. We're never. It's mm-hmm. well, not just Glamdring also uh, glows mm-hmm. when orcs are nearby, which is Gandalf's sword. Because oh, um, Glamdring has a companion sword. I can't remember. It's it's crazy to think that there are 22 leads on this show, and we've only met a portion of them in the first two episodes. Yeah. Like we haven't met the the Queen of Numenor. We haven't met the you know Isidore, who's the Prince of Numenor. <laughs> um, I assume they, there's a king there. Maybe I don't know. He might be dead. Oh no, he has to be alive because he has to be fighting that last age in that last uh, battle. Numenor? Yeah. Um, is that his name? Numenor? I can't remember. Isildur and his heir? And his dad. Wait, is Isildur the son? Isildur's I... heir. Anyway. It, Isildur is the one, is is the son. Yeah, the son, yeah. I assume his father is going to be a, a big part of the show, too. Although, I don't think they've mentioned him at being cast. Um, God, I, I don't even know what else we could talk about. Like, this, like... Visually, I think this 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 show's stunning. I think, yeah, audibly, like audibly. Soldier has been cast for the yeah. Rings of Power. Yeah, he's in the next episode. He's what the, he's the prince. He's the guy in the, the ship, right? Yeah, he was the one in the ship. He's supposed to be at this point. I I, I was watching a behind the scenes thing, and they're like, at this point, he's sort of like, "What's my place in the world? I want to be a pilot. I want to be a sailor, or something like that." <laughs> I was like, "Is okay." Has has Numenor, but Numenor hasn't fallen yet. Then no, he's, because Sauron he, causes Numenor to fall because yeah. Isildur's grandfather, I think, in goes to invade Valinor, and that doesn't go well. I think that would be an amazing third season, like see Numenor just destroyed. Like that would be yeah. They literally fall into the sea, mm-hmm. like Atlantis. That could be an amazing third season. Mm-hmm. And oh man, oh the show is so, so many. Good. There's so many possibilities. I, uh, We've only seen like just a fraction of what they you know they're. It, it is November this this year where the fall of Numenor, the book is coming out. So if you are interested in, but I don't have a affiliate link, but go get it. Fuck, get <laughs> some money, goddammit. God, yeah, do it. Um, I, anything else? Like, I don't even know where else we could go. We talked about pretty much everything. I don't really want to talk about the fucking controversy about. Ah, uh, screw people. The the non controversy yeah. because the casting for the Harfoots is. Perfect. Perfect. Right. In fact, if you want to bitch about anything, bitch about the light-skinned Harfoots. Yeah. 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 It's true. But it's uh, just racist, spin racist. Right. Uh, let me, it's, let me, not, it's not about anything that you know. Let me read the 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 quote from the book. The Harfoots, the most numerous of Hobbit strains, were also the smallest. They had nut-brown skin and hair. They loved hill lands and often enjoyed the company of dwarves. These Harfoots were the first of the Hobbit people to cross over the Misty Mountains and enter Eriador. Fuck yeah. Right? Damn. Oh! It's just, it's just so weird seeing people go so hard at it, you know? It's like... It's like their identity has been, like, just destroyed, like, fucking hell. 
But it's the it's the exact same people that had issue with female superheroes. It's the exact same people that had issues with Star Trek becoming too woke. <laughs> like Star Trek was always same woke. People. I know. It's the exact same people that complain about like the the internet is just a place for idiots to complain. My my brother-in-law <clears throat> got in this big long fight with the, someone on the, that was <laughs> that was commenting on IGN's article about the casting and stuff. Um um and he's like, "You know what?" I, I, the thing I couldn't get behind was the casting. It just didn't, they, I wish it was more faithful to the books. I was like, what? You think they should have cast real elves? <laughs> <laughs> They're not real. None of these things are real. And then he's like, you know what? You obviously don't know the books. And I was sitting like, yep, that's, that's it. That's a perfect way of shutting somebody down. Oh, you don't know the books. Uh, and I was, part of me was sitting there like, do I put this quote? Just put it there for him? Like, I, I did post a thing earlier in my Discord about um, the time, you know, when somebody decided to mansplain space to an astronaut. And, oh, uh, yeah, that was amazing. You know, like, like she was literally doing, Gaiman, yeah, like so much of the casting in uh, uh, Sandman, right? And people are trying to give Neil Gaiman shit. And it's like, he wrote the fucking thing. Yeah. Someone, what are you uh, I about? literally saw a Twitter thread where someone's like, well, you obviously weren't a fan of the original. He's like, he's like, he's like, look at the cover, friend. Look at the cover. <laughs> oh, Hawk, um, not Hawk. Shows you should watch the Sandman if you haven't watched it. It's amazing. Okay, I've heard, I've heard it's good. It's on it, the list. It, it is. Just put yeah, it at the top really of that list. Good. Just watch it now. Okay, not watch it now. Watch it after the show. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, I'm really excited for this show. Like, this, the purpose of this was, do we should people watch this? Should people watch? something is not worth the time what do you, what would you guys think a thousand yeses a thousand watch, yeses watch, watch this it's so good mm-hmm. absolutely yeah you know they, they put they put a you know the craft behind it is incredible just if the craft behind it alone and that you know it's like the buildings and the sets that they've done yeah it's made with it's made with love yes yeah. and a little bit of copying of uh, the movies uh dave what do you think i'm not gonna tell you to watch it until it uh it's done that's fair <laughs> because it might be terrible, but it is. Has it intrigued you enough to watch to con- watch? I mean, more I'll of keep. It? I'll I'll probably keep watching it. Yeah, yeah. this is this definitely. Um, it, it's the fantasy show I watch right now. Like this, this is the show that I'm excited for. Other than The Witcher, if it's not like I'm really excited for The Witcher, but I'm also really excited for this because this this is a intriguing story that i don't know and the witcher has been very faith pretty faithful to the books and this is a part that hasn't been written yet they're not fully written for um for lord of um middle earth i don't want to say lord of the rings because i'm not going to call it the lord of the rings the rings of power that's a fucking stupid name um <laughs> yeah other than that I, I i'm looking forward to is it every friday we're gonna get one? every friday Ah, oh, when season when season for two six more weeks so when season two i don't think they've started filming season two but i i have a hard time believing it's not going to be out next year like they're not going to just like hoof it with all the money and be like here's dump trucks of money go film it yeah. now well usually like an investment like this is like the yeah it was like when they filmed the original trilogy for the lord of the rings and that it was like you know it they committed the money to three films and that you know you know, so it's like, you know, back to back to back. They were just going to keep filming on that. I suspect that's going to be the same thing with the series. Well, it's more efficient, too, right? Because you get to keep sets built and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
just pay actors to go live or wherever yeah. they're filming. Well, they yeah, they, you've got them locked down into you know this role for the next five years. So yeah, they they they've also moved production out of New Zealand for the second like seasons moving forward. Like they wanted the look and of Lord of the Rings for the first one, but they wanted to scale back. It's it's too expensive to ship everyone to New Zealand. It's much easier because these are all British actors to just keep them in their homelands and yeah. film there. Uh, it uh, will begin filming the second season in a couple of weeks. So nice. there you go. I can see it happening again next eight episodes. Let's see, they could they could probably finish filming that by the end of the year, mm, beginning of next year. Yeah, so maybe at the same time this year, ne- same time next year, like same. end of the summer. I can see that. This is a summer event, <clears throat> the show for them. Fuck yeah! Just have uh, Paper Girl season two come out uh, before it, and I'll be happy. Watch Paper no, Girls, everyone. Watch it. Have we gotten a confirmation on that yet? No, they still haven't said anything. Even Sandman, they haven't said anything. Oh, I know. Oh, I mean, Neil Gaiman said that he, you know, he's pretty sure they're not going to get a second season because it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter if they were the biggest show for like three months. In no, no, he countries. said if it's not for over a month, you don't know. That's what he said. I was, oh, fuck. That'd make me so sad. I mean, so they could have released the show more slowly. Like everyone else is doing now, you know. Yeah. Do they do that? Do they do week by weeks on Netflix? On San- um, no, not usually. But Netflix knows the binge model is worse for them, even though it's what we want. It's what we all want. The the well, good thing cre- about paper created the model. So. <laughs> True. The good thing about Paper Girls is that um, they they saw a bump in all of the books, like way higher than they had seen for years like it's been done for i want to say at least three or four years now the graphic novel so to see that it's bumped like i think four times the amount that it normally people are buying it that's incredible that's a good that's a good sign and uh bkv needs the money so you can make more stuff um yeah anyway uh thanks for guys for talking about lord is there anything else you want to say before we go no Hmm. Maybe maybe the next one we'll do. Uh, uh, we'll we'll figure out something for the next one. Maybe it's a music. We'll one. come back to it, not because yeah. like like Dave said, not, we'll talk know, about it at the end of the season. We're for just sure. at the beginning of yeah. this, you know. So we'll see. Like maybe at the end of the season, and that we all come back and you know give our reviews. Maybe Tolkien only had albino acorns in his neighborhood. That's what Harcroft wrote. <laughs> oh, Harcroft. Anyway, we're gonna go. Thanks for coming and uh, listening to us. Thanks. You guys for coming on and talking. Sorry, Dave, about not telling you earlier, um, but it's it was a good talk. I I'm really excited about the show. I'm looking forward to learning more about this time in Middle Earth. So for all of us, geeks with kids, we'll see you later. Wait, wait, should I play what, another one of these audio clips? And remember, if you're bitching about um about these characters, these actors in it, they are. Oh, oh, no, it didn't work. Oh, my God. Hold on. Ah. Uh, they okay, are. they're talking about fictional characters. Fictional characters. <laughs> there we go. All right, guys. Have a good night. I'll see you later. We'll see you later. Bye. Goodbye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. 
And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.